Hey, I'm Chantal, and you're listening to The Journey with Dr. Chantal Moore, a podcast about releasing our story, being proud of ourselves, and traveling our journey well to the glory of God. This is episode six, Trusting God. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. Let's get started. We're wrapping up Queen Esther's journey from episodes four and five. I'll start by reminding us of the six points we learned in episodes four and five. Then I'll share the outcome of Queen Esther's journey. Finally, I am going to share five practical points from her journey that we can implement in our relationship with God. The six points from episodes four and five are, number one, God will reserve a space for you at the top. Number two, the sequence of events in your life will work in your favor. Number three, God is still in control. Do not fear your enemy's promotion. Keep going. Number four, you will be different. Your story will be different. You will have favor. Number five, your enemies will announce you. And finally, number six, your enemies will fall into the traps they set for you. When we ended last week in Esther chapter seven, we saw that Haman was hung from the very gallow that he built for Mordecai. In Esther chapter eight, the king gives Queen Esther Haman's estate. Mordecai receives the king's signet ring that Haman wore. The king is unable to roll back his decree to kill the Jews. However, he can decree that the Jews have permission to defend themselves. In Esther 9 and 1, we learn that on the very day when the enemies of the Jews hoped to gain the mastery over the Jews, the reverse occurred. The Jews gained mastery over those who hated them. The Jews won the war. They continued to serve God according to their customs. In Esther 9, 7 through 10, we learn another interesting detail. Haman's 10 sons were killed, effectively ending Haman's lineage. Remember, Haman wanted to end the Jews. Instead, it was his family that was ended. Finally, in Esther 10 and 3, Mordecai is now second in ranking to King Azarias. One of the things that I like about Queen Esther's story is that God has a habit of delivering people from difficult circumstances and seeing that they are brought to his expected end, a successful end. Practically speaking, these are the five points I'll share. Number one, trust God. Notice how Queen Esther trusted God through a crisis. She didn't give up. She did something more interesting. She fasted and prayed. Psalm 47 and 2 mentions that God is king over all the earth. 1 Timothy 6 and 15 mentions that Jesus is the king of kings. Queen Esther met with God, the king of kings, before she met with the earthly king. She gained the favor and mercy required to change the narrative of the Jews' story during her meeting with God. Then she was able to change the narrative on earth. In Matthew 6 and 10, it reads that your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Queen Esther's intervention through God saved the lives of the Jews. Number two, follow God's instructions. I believe it was during her meeting with God that Queen Esther received the plan. For example, how did she know to invite King Azarias and Haman to two banquets and reveal Haman's plan at the second banquet? How did she know that King Azarias would learn the night after the first banquet that he hadn't honored Mordecai? How did she know that King Azarias would bestow his favor upon Mordecai before Queen Esther told King Azarias about Haman's plan? Maybe she didn't know this information. Maybe she did. What's clear is that during her three days of fasting and prayer, she received a plan from God. What's also clear is that the instructions he gave her, she followed them. She followed God's instructions in the midst of a crisis. 
she didn't just trust God, but then she did what he told her to do. I think there's a little bit of a difference there. And the reason I say that is because she trusted God enough to do the fasting and prayer, but then following the instructions entailed a deeper level of trust. It entailed a deeper level of knowing. It entailed a deeper level of understanding. To some degree, what it really meant was, I know God enough to know that when I follow these instructions, everything will work out according to the way that God has said it will. I know that we will be redeemed. And so I want to make sure that we don't just trust God or have faith in God or know that God can do something for us. But then when God gives us a set of instructions, especially when we're in the midst of a crisis, we should very intentionally follow those instructions. Okay, so number three, keep pushing. The word PUSH is an acronym for pray until something happens. Most things in our lives are seasonal, meaning that you will find yourself on the other side at some point if you don't give up. Galatians 6 and 9, let us therefore not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So there you have it. Keep going. Keep trusting God. Keep following the instructions. Keep singing upbeat songs of worship and praise. Keep reading your Bible. Keep feeding your faith. One of the ways we feed our faith is through church attendance. I promise you, you will come out on the other side. And when you do, the day will be glorious. Number four, fasting. Queen Esther used fasting to seek God's deliverance and protection. In 2 Chronicles 20, verses 3 through 4, Judah fasted to seek God's deliverance and protection from the Moabites and other enemies. We can include fasting in our relationship with God as well. Fasting helps us connect with God. And so we too can fast to help us as we are seeking instruction from God about what our next steps may be. Finally, number five, God orchestrates the best plans. Watching Queen Esther's story unfold brings new meaning to Jeremiah 29 and 11. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. I hope that you can see God working in the scriptures and in your life. You can use Queen Esther's strategies of fasting and prayer, trusting God, following his direction, to access God and turn difficult situations around. Thank you for listening to The Journey with Dr. Chantel Moore. I can't wait to see you all in episode seven. We're going to be talking about something we all love, music, and how it relates to our relationship with God. Be sure to subscribe to rate and review The Journey with Dr. Chantel Moore. I'll see you all in episode seven.